Um, you know, first, first off, I wanted to just commend um, our team for the fight that they, they exhibited throughout the, the entirety of four quarters. And, you know, the resolve, uh, you know, I think we started slow, as we know, defensively in the first half, um, built ourselves a bit of a hole. Um, I really think the first half was probably the best offensive football that we've played in, in the season. Um, was, was pleased with some of the playmaking, um, really pleased also with, um, you know, just, you know, the fact that we had a 100-yard rusher, 100-yard receiver, uh, I believe it was the first time in a couple of years, you know, at least a year and a half. Um, you know, I think uh, it, it, right now we're at a place where, you know, we are, I, I believe the team is fighting uh, and, and it's showing up, on, you know, I think on Saturdays, it, the way that they're fighting in practice, the way that they're going about their work every day. Um, but obviously the missing link is, is playing that, that type of football, when a defense gets a stop, the offense goes and scores. Or, you know, Trevor Woods' interception, we need to back that up with seven. Um, you know, our offense goes and, and has a tremendous drive. Defense has to get a stop. And those, those are the things right now that I believe we're going to piece together um, that throughout the course of these next four weeks. And we know that the challenges get, get even more significant, but we're up for the challenge. And we're going to keep fighting. And I'm really proud of the resolve. And uh, we just, uh, just got to put it all together. And, uh, you know, Jordan Tyson today was – was fantastic um, and was really pl proud of just how he's practiced and, and how it showed up on game day and, and really impacted the game. So uh, with that, I'll open for questions. Coach, you kind of spoke to it a little bit, um, the slow start from the defense. You know, we saw flashes of that defense playing the level they did against Cal, and then maybe we saw the flashes of that being slow. How do you kind of fix those inconsistencies and maybe try to get them to play another four quarters of the defense they played against Cal? Yeah, you know, um, I think it's a, it's a combination of some factors. I mean, you know, I think a little bit of the bump that we got in the Cal game was as a result of, you know, Cal not knowing schematically what we're going to do. And, and, and there was probably a little bit of that today as well. Um, you know, you get a little bit of bump when you, you go out and play a no-huddle football, which we, we you know, we, we practice and plan, but you don't know unless it's on film. You know, you build your entire plan with, with what's on film. Um, you know, obviously we prepared by going back in, in, into 2015 to 2018, you know, Chandler High School offense, and it was different than that. There was probably more similarities of their, of their offense that they'd done, you know, prior to um, this game, but just in a no-huddle manner. And, um, you know, hats off to them, obviously, for, for getting going early. I think we did settle in in the second half. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously we have a, a really good opponent coming in. Uh, it will be good for us to be able to put, you know, our full preparation into what's on tape. And, uh, and I think that is a, a part of it. You know, this, you know, college football nowadays is so different. You have two interim head coaches. Um, I was talking to head coach there at ASU, interim head coach. And, you know, this is college football in 2022. There are a lot of changes. There's week-to-week -week changes, schematically, different coordinators. Um, so it's just different, different football uh, than probably it's been historically. So, um, but I, am, I'm, I was pleased with how our defense did settle in. Um, I, I had the full belief at the end of the game that we were going to get a stop. Um, and that's why we, 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 we attempted to really blast it off the front line. Um, we got the ball on the ground with the returner. Um, we pinned it back deep. Uh, you know, and, and our, our time chart shows that, you know, if, if we, get, we get off the field in that scenario, which we had the last two drives defensively, um, then we're in a position to go put one together offensively. So uh, I, I really do believe we did the right thing in putting our trust in our defense. And, you know, we just didn't get the stop. Two, two weeks ago, Deion Smith leaves the field on a stretcher today, his first 100-yard game. What does that say about his, his character and result? Yeah, Deion looked like that in practice this week. I think I said in one of the uh, press conferences or, you know, he, after, after Tuesday, he just he looked like a guy that was just, 
I mean, he was running harder in practice than he was before the injury. And I think he ran his hardest that probably he has in his entire career. He ran physically. Um, he looked fast. He made plays. Um, he was communicating. It just shows so much about just, number one, how much he loves his game. Uh, and number two, just how much he loves his teammates. Um, to, to the, you know, that's what I think we're seeing right now is, is a whole bunch of fight, um, you know, for the brotherhood that exists on that, on that team. So with your defense, I mean, one thing we saw tonight we haven't seen a whole lot of early in the season was pretty good second half adjustments. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys were better in the second half, especially against the run. What do you feel like you guys changed at halftime to stay in that game? And then another part of that is, you know, what impressed you about their quarterback? Who yeah. Making his first start? Yeah, first of all, yeah, I'd, I'd say I, I, when I went in the locker room at halftime, um, you know, I, I had a lot. It, it was great to come out. Um, the first defensive stand of the second half is three and out. You know, and that's, to, to my point, we need to go score a touchdown there. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the missing link, and we, we didn't get that done. We went three and out and matched that. But um, I went in the locker room, and I saw the communication was happening uh, amongst the staff. I see, you know, Gerald Chapman working with the front. You know, Rod, you know, uh, Rod Chance is up there diagramming all the different looks that they'd shown in the first half, um, changed some of the calls that we were making. Um, I just had a lot of confidence in what they were going to do in the second half. And I think there was, a, there was a resolve in the coaching staff that I think the players fed off of. And, uh, and I think that's something that they are, are really believing in uh, right now is that, that our, our coaching staff, you know, both sides of the ball, is going to make the adjustments that we need to to give, us, give ourselves a chance to make, to, to make the plays and win the game. Uh, you know, Borgay was um, – yeah, he, played, he played, I think, really courageous football. Um, we were getting some hits on him at, at times. And, you know, he was – I mean, some of those – some of those throws, he was throwing off his back foot. I mean, it looked – there were probably about four of them that were really those 15 to 25, 30-yard throws that, you know, it's like the ball's just – you know, he, it's flailing in the air. You know, we have a defender there on, on a majority of them, and it's just, you know, deep, uh, tight end makes a great play, receiver makes a great play. Um, you know, I think it was just – we were in, in position to make some of the plays, but – and a couple of those, the ball didn't really bounce our way or didn't fall our way. Um, and I think our defenders um, know that when you're in those positions and you're guarding, obviously, in a kind of in a retreating manner and you're, you're not facing the ball, you got to play through, you know, the catch point. You know, and that's, that's one thing to work on this week. Mike, one of the things we saw tonight, especially defensively, that we really hadn't seen in the first two weeks under Coach Chapman was some missed tackles. Um, how much did that kind of play into extending some of their drives, and what can you guys do to kind of correct that going forward? Yeah, that was. I felt like the, some of the missed tackle opportunity more in the first half. There were a couple in the second half. I mean, there's one obviously that jumps out. It was probably four on one play. Um, you know, I think uh, tackling is, is 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 all technique. It's all fundamentals, um, and it's also want to. Um, you know, and I think we, we have the guys that want to do it. We got to continue to create, um, you know, calls that eliminate space because tackling with, with a lot of space, um, you know, is a lot more challenging. But different than what I saw earlier in the year, it wasn't like there was a ton of space consistently in the run game, pass game. Um, it was just, you know, being in that position, wrapping up and holding on for dear life. And I, I saw Tyron Taylor grow up in the second half in terms of tackling from the safety position. He's been playing the nickel position the whole year. And, you know, I saw him hold on. I saw Simeon Harris uh, hold on. So there's going to be some stuff that we point to that were, that were positives of, of guys that hadn't played in those positions. Um, really, Simeon hadn't played really any nickel minus a couple snaps. Um, now he's our full-time starting nickel against 10 and 11 personnel when they have basically three wides or four wides on the field. And, and I saw him kind of grow up as the game went on. And I think that's, that's where we're at. I mean, it's just, it's just growing up, you know, through the course of the games. 
um, taking the experience of today and knowing I, I can get some of these big dudes on the ground. Um, and that's got to be our mentality. We've got to find a way to get, you know, ball carriers and receivers to the earth. Just we got to get them to the earth. And uh, however you got to do it, you got to hold on. Tyron showed that, like I said, and I was pleased with uh, Simeon as well. Hi, Coach. Um, Owen McCown is still eligible for a red shirt. Just moving forward, what's your analysis on the situation at quarterback? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we'll have the discussions again. Those are ongoing discussions that we're having internally, and like I've I've always said, I'm, I want to do what's number one best for the student athlete because that's what we're here for is um, to put those guys in the best positions possible. But I will say, I mean, the fact that Owen was starting, you know, when he was, I, I don't think that was something that he probably envisioned um, to be starting at 167 pounds, 172 pounds, depending on the day, um, you know, and so. He went out and did, you know, I think did the job admirably. Was really pleased with how he did, but his body was starting to break down. Um, and so when you get into this type of a stretch and you're you're already a little bit banged up, you know, we have to we have to think about, you know, he's the type of player that probably traditionally would have redshirted. Um, you know, I mean, he's a developmental player. Uh, comes from a lineage of Josh and and uh, and Luke McCown that are both. They were both late bloomers. Um, you know, I don't, I'm pretty sure Josh didn't really play even at Sam Houston until his fourth or fifth year in a, in a starting capacity. So um, we're going to do what's best for Owen. We're going to do best, what's best for our program going forward. Um, and we'll make those decisions. And we'll, we'll want to be uh, obviously as candid and open about it with the media, with you guys as possible. Mike, sticking with the quarterback position, obviously the completion percentage numbers for JT kind of stick out in his starts. Obviously, early in the year, especially in the Air Force game, there were some drops that were hurting him. But this game, there's really, really only the one that stuck out to yeah. Jordan. What was, you know, going wrong for JT today? With just some of the balls that were kind of sailing over receivers and going out of bounds. And what did you see overall? Yeah, I mean, what, what I talked with him a couple times on the, you know, on the sideline after series is just your fundamentals are non-negotiable. <laughs> you know, you're, uh, st- you know, standing in the pocket, um, you know, throwing from a great platform, hitting your back foot and letting the ball go. When he does that, I think he's really good. He did do some good things actually outside outside the pocket. Um, you know, obviously the touchdown to Jordan Tyson stands out. You know, it's kind of a play in the second play. Uh, even you know Montana's uh, we had, ran a double move to Montana, and I think he created a little bit. But just trusting your protection, um, throwing from a base, throwing from a platform, and um, you know, I just think I thought, I thought he started faster this game. But the consistency, obviously, to get the completion percentage numbers, it's got, it's got to go up. Um, and we know it's not going to get easier. Um, but, you know, we just got to continue to find those completions and make sure that we're playing with you know, the appropriate fundamentals. Um, the, the interception, to me, um, that was one where, the, you know, just trusting your protection. It was a flea flicker. We had, a, you know, a run action with it. You know, and you know, I feel like Jack Astaire really won, won on the route, and that ball requires more of what JT loves to do is drive, drive, you know, rip a ball with, you know, not a ton of air. But I don't think he really truly trusts his protection, kind of threw the ball off his back foot, and then it really gave the safety a chance to recover, and that was a critical play, I think, in the game. Coach, coming into the game, uh, number twelve, Jalen Connors for Arizona State. He only had six or uh, eight receptions for seventy-six yards. Tonight he has six receptions, one hundred eight yards, three touchdowns. Was he just not in the game plan, or what were the issues covering him today? You know, it was, it was one of those games, like, just watching him throughout the course of the year. Um, you know, he, he's a he's a big tight end. He actually looks like, in, on, on the sideline we look at him, he looks like a blocking tight end. It was one of those games that, that truly, like, he made some tremendous plays, and the ball found him. You know, it was almost like there were some, some of the plays that he made. It's like, you know, there's, there's a defender kind of draped all over him, and the ball just literally just, like, lodges into his chest, and he did a great job making plays. You know, a lot of guys have those types of days. Um, it wasn't like I don't, I don't think he was a focal part part of their game plan per se. 
but I think he, um, you know, obviously made the plays and made some spectacular plays when when his number was called. So um, I think they obviously found something in him, and um, you know, not not really having much to go off of and seven game sample size, um, you know, didn't really become a focal part of the game plan. Sorry, um, we heard about Jordan Tyson before fall camp even started. So many people were raving about him. So. He obviously played well last week, um, and to have a performance like he had tonight, uh, how much fun is that for you to just see a young man like like that start to make some some of those plays and, and show that he could be a superstar? Yeah, I think I think Jordan Tyson's a superstar. I think he's going to be a superstar in this conference for uh, for a while. I think he's going to have a tremendous game uh, career in the game of football. And um, what I love about Jordan is, yeah, I think he's he's kind of embodied a little bit of the culture that we've brought forth, like just the the juice, the joy, the the smile that he has on his face at practice. Like he's an infectious guy, uh, and I think that even even the fan base and the crowd fed off of his energy today. Um, and and he's just he's such a natural route runner. Um, he's got tremendous ball skills. You know, really his drops this year are a little bit different. They're almost like he might have slipped out of a cut and the ball's just on him. You know, it's not like the there's not a many of his drops that are just fundamental drops. You know, it's it's he, I think he is turning into a sure-handed player and explosive playmaker for us. And frankly, we need it. You know, I mean, and, and it's been a great emergence for us offensively because, you know, to be honest, like through the first four weeks of the season, you know, I was there were opportunities that were out there. Um, and I was I was always wondering who who's going to be the guy that's going to make the play and bust an explosive play. And to, I think tonight was the first time we, we really stringed together some explosive plays between some of the runs that Dion had. Obviously, the, some of the plays that Jordan had and then the punt return was just spectacular. You talked about making decisions for the future of the program. How hard is it to balance looking at that long-term versus that you're being judged short-term <laughs> with a staff that's in an uncertainty and unsettled situation? You know, I, I, I think what I said when I, when I stood up here, uh, you know, on that, that Sunday that, that I was put into this position is that, you know, I, this is about our student-athletes. Um, this is about our players. And, uh, you know, and, and I'm going to continue to do everything in my power to, uh, to love these kids, um, to, to put them in the best positions to have success, and then to create some mem- more memories. we got four games left. Um, we're going to go create some memories um, you know, out there on that field. And I think we just found out the, the kick time for Oregon's going to be 130, so we look forward to a packed house again. And, st- I mean, the student section today was incredible. Um, even, even towards the tail end, it was awesome watching those that stayed. And, you know, they were – witness what would have been one of the most incredible comebacks probably in Folsom history, but we just fell short. No, I think that's a big thing for me is um, just I, I really want to care. I want to care for these players, their, their presence and their futures. Um, in the case of Owen, it's not, you know, I, I think it's less about, you know, him saying I want a red shirt. It's like what's best for you, you know, and, and you know, where he's at in his developmental stage, um, what, what is best for him and also what's best for our team. Because you think about it from the flip side, if we just say, you know, hey, we're just we're, Owen, you have to play, right? And then he gets beat up, you know, um, you know, then then obviously I'm not looking out for the best interest of, of Owen McCann. Great, Mike. You had touched on this a little bit earlier. But what are the challenges of preparing for a quarterback that there's really only so much tape on? He only has so much. You know, I think, I think there's some challenges, um, you know, especially when obviously Emory was a big part of of the plans for the majority of the year. Um, you know, we knew he was more of a more of a passer, and that showed up today. Um, we knew he was, you know, had exhibited toughness in the Washington game that led to the win. It's a pretty similar scoreline, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but 
you know, I just, I, I just, I anticipated him being a guy who can make the throws. Um, and I think if we just had tackled better, and there was probably like, probably about two significant coverage breakdowns that we had um, that I think allowed them to have some explosive plays. But, you know, I, I, thought, I thought a lot of the balls that he was throwing up there were, you know, back foot, um, kind of, you know, you, you see the ball in the air and you're like, there's no way that's going to be completed. Um, and, and the ball just kept finding receivers. And, I, you know, so credit to him for showing toughness. Last one, Jake. Coach, you guys have had a tough schedule so far. Coming up in November, though, you have four of the best teams in the conference. I'm sure it's one game at a time for you guys, but how do you kind of sustain um, what you've been doing as interim head coach these next four weeks? Yeah, I think I think it is just just living in the day. You know, we we built this thing all as a process. Um, you know, we've seen the results of those process in a positive manner. I would say that we saw some results today. Um, not the ultimate result that we all want. Not the ultimate result that certainly I wanted. Um, but we did see it in the fight, right? So, um, you know, we we hadn't we hadn't really exhibited that trait, right? You think about the score line being forty-two to twenty. You know what, what what's happened throughout the course of this year um, when that score line looked like that. You know, it's why a lot of people left. Um, but I'm gonna tell those people that left, this team's gonna fight to the very end, and uh, there will be a, a breakthrough. And I believe that. And I think it the process that we're going about, um, the players believe in it. They're seeing the, some some of the fruits of their labor. Um, and I think putting it all together, we're going to see that that all come to fruition at some point. Um, and obviously, we're going to take it, you know, just like we do every single day in our preparation. We're going to take it one day at a time, and then we just have to be the better team out there on Saturday, just just for that Saturday. We're, we're certainly not going to be um, supposed to beat anybody on the remainder of our schedule, but um, we're going to have a mentality that we just got to be the better team that one Saturday. And we saw it tonight in glimpses, right? There's 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 some, you know, like man, if we if we just piece that all together. You, you know, you, you better watch out. So I, I think that that's what we saw some of that growth tonight. All right, thanks, Coach. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, Jordan Tyson, Deion Smith, Trevor Woods, questions? Uh, Dion, just for you, I mean, two weeks ago, you know, it's a scary scene as you're getting carted off, and now two weeks later you're having a career game. Just what is this last two weeks been like for you and what was it like tonight just to have the success you did and be back out there with your teammates? Um, if I'm being honest, I feel like it was it was a humbling experience, you know, and it kind of changed my perspective on the game. Even though that I have been through adversity in the past, I had never really been through anything as traumatic or just like as instant as that, you know, because I had ACL and I was like, you know, it's like a long process, you know what I'm saying? So that really just made my perspective of the game change and I just saw things differently. So this past two weeks was just like kind of a revelation for me, if I'm being honest. Jordan, you know last week you were kind of down on yourself after that game. For you to come back and have a performance like this, how much fun was that for you on a personal level? And then a second, on the returns, you and Nico have both kind of looked like you're close to breaking something at some point this year. So. How much fun was that to finally get one to bust? Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's uh, that's actually my first punt return of my career, so that's real fun. Uh, yeah, the drops just gotta go. I can't keep doing that. If we want to get to the next level, win some games, but uh, I'm just trying to keep my head up and get some more wins. Dan, you talked about your uh, your perspective and the way it has Getting back on, on, on the field tonight, given your injury the previous game, is there more hesitancy that, uh, you know, uh, you know, that you maybe find yourself mired in sometimes? You know, does, uh, does the way that the game 
kind of comes to you? Does that change at all? You know, does your outlook and mentality change? Well, not really, just because I know each place really has a, a life of its own. You know what I mean? And whenever that play is over, you know, it's over, and that's all I could really, I could just move on to the next thing. So, you know, for me, it didn't really change my game. I feel like if anything, it made me <clears throat> want to be more physical because I saw it as I would rather take the punishment to somebody else than taking it. And even though in that situation, it was just, I was at a vulnerable time, vulnerable moment. I felt weird, you know. Things happen, you know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> I just feel like for me, I just wanted to come out here and turn it up a notch. So however I was viewing the game and reading my keys and doing the things before, I feel like for me, tonight was just about doing that at a higher level than I've done it before. Hi Trevor, just a question about the defense. You have Jalen Connors, Elijah Badger, X Valaday, some really tough guys. How hard was it to stop those three guys? And what was just the biggest challenge for you guys in the defense? Uh, just... I mean, it was really just, you know, like kind of you said, they, they spread the ball, you know, they changed a lot of things, what they do on offense. So it was like, obviously, we, we know their tendencies still, but like they, they did a lot of different things. That they, I mean, they even talked about it. We knew that coming in, you know, you, so you can't really get ready for that. But uh, I mean, they, they spread the ball around well, so you, you can't just key in on one guy. Dion, you guys can't go to a ball game this year. Mike Sample was talking about how you guys will be playing for memories going forward. Four marquee matchups. You're going to be on ESPN next week. How do you, as a as a veteran on this team, kind of help lead guys and try to get that effort going here the <clears throat> month of the season? I feel like at the end of the day, regardless if we're going to a bowl or not, I mean, every week it's your resume. And I feel like a good percentage of these guys want to play on the next level, just like I do. So regardless of, you know, if you got a bowl game to expect if you have another game next week. Every time you strap up, you got to try to put your best on resume. So these four games, I feel like for me, and just talking to the guys and just trying to be a leader on the team, I want to just you know spread that every day is an opportunity. And we never really know when we're not going to be able to play this game again. And we got to just keep putting stuff on tape, keep putting stuff on our resume. And I feel like that's the best way to look about it. Jordan, you kind of had shown some flashes throughout the season of, of breaking out, and you know today having amassed over 200 plus yards of total offense. Um, how do you use that? You know, kind of going into these next four games against you know some of the top contenders in the Pac-12. Do you see it as like a some of the kind of proving games, or are you just gonna do keep doing what you're doing? Uh, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing, plus even more. Uh, I feel like that's all I can do. Just like he said, build my resume. So. I could just get to where I want to go, and that's the lead. Trevor, you almost got your first pick last week. You, you got it tonight. <laughs> kind of walk us through that play. Uh, I mean, I, I I was already sitting there. We were man. I was already sitting outside leverage, and I mean, he kind of threw like the easiest route to cover in that. Like I, like I, I was kind of surprised when I looked back to the ball to see it coming. So I, I kind of wasn't ready for it to be honest. But uh, but I mean, it was awesome. I, I, I immediately tried to get the ball to the sideline, try and keep it, but it's gone now. But uh, but now it's, it's something I'll never forget, though. Really, for any of you guys, but you know, down 42 to 20, uh, we've seen this team in similar situations where um, it gets a little worse or it doesn't get any better. <laughs> you know, from that score, but you guys battle back, made it a game, gave yourselves a shot. 
Um, talk about that fight. You know, we've heard about that a lot with this team, but you guys showed up tonight. Uh, you know, where does that come from as you guys are you know, trying to make something out of the season? <clears throat> I, just, I mean, it really started with our offense. You know, they 42-20, you know, after, right after a score, they went down and scored. Um, you know, and then JT came in, power return for a touchdown. I mean, that's what put us in the game. Uh, you know, I mean, we had, I think, one stop in there. But, uh, I mean, just offense kickstarted it, though. You just need a big play. And, I mean, the whole drive together was, but then that, that kick return, that's when it was like, we're really, like, you know, you're kind of like 15-point game. We're in. You know, we have a chance. But after that play, you know, you we, we really can try. I think a lot of that has to do with Coach Sanford, too. He brings a lot of energy, a lot of passion to us, and he gave us that spark to want to fight. Even that uh, talk that we had at, at the beginning of the fourth, it just brought a lot of energy. Yeah, definitely. I feel like kind of what they both said was I feel like Coach Sanford has a lot to do with it just because he <clears throat> kind of spreads that contagious energy, which I feel like you guys have seen a little bit of that. But, you know, and I feel like we just come into each week a little differently. And you know, we know the game isn't over until it's all zeros on the clock. So got to keep fighting at the end of the day, regardless. Anything else for these guys? It's for Trevor. Um, obviously, defense struggled in that first half, um, but you guys battled back in the second half. And we saw second half adjustments, which we haven't seen a whole lot of this season. What, what do you feel like changed for you guys defensively that you figured something out to keep yourselves in the game? Uh, kind of like I said uh, earlier, you know, they did a, I mean, they changed, really changed a lot of stuff on their offense. You know, they, like, a lot of their, ten, I mean, their tendencies were kind of the same, but the formations, the, the plays that they were running, a lot of them were different than what they normally do. And you know, we even, I mean, like I said earlier, we knew that they were going to do something completely different, but we didn't know what it was. So we got a chance to, I mean, we got to adjust better during the game. But uh, halftime adjustments, it was like we really got to see what they were doing. We could change it. We could really change it up. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it.